Have you ever been able to do something that kind of makes you feel weird that you're so good at doing it? But when you do it, it's really cool that you can. That's what we're talking about this week. What are some things that you're embarrassed that you're good at? Here, on Behind Every Story. What's up, everyone? My name is Jason, and this is Behind Every Story. If this is your first time with us, let me explain what's happening here. I love stories from films to comics, songs to jokes, sitting around a campfire with your friends, or being enveloped by a storyteller in an audience full of strangers. I love hearing people's stories. And even more than that, I love hearing, I love learning behind those stories. This show is the proverbial director's commentary on the movie of life. This is episode number 43 of 50 of the COVID-50. Before we begin, a note of warning. The topics we explore on this show may not be suitable for all listeners. This podcast deals with real people and real stories. These stories may contain and deal with graphic language, adult themes, sexual content, or violence. Listener discretion is advised. This week, we're discussing what is something you're embarrassed that you're good at? Now, when I first wrote this question, I liked the idea of prodding people's minds and trying to understand, is there something that you might think is a little silly or a little embarrassing, but you're you're honestly good at? Like the, the kid at lunch who used to be able to fit their whole hand in their mouth and make everyone laugh. And that's kind of what I was thinking this question would go down. But I asked everyone this question before I answered it myself, because to be honest, I was having a little bit of trouble trying to figure it out. And what is embarrassing in my life that I'm good at? And the older I get, the more I realize the less embarrassing things are. When I was young, it was very embarrassing to talk about personal issues or feelings or things like that. And the older I get, the more you just don't care the more you don't concern yourself with the opinions of others. And I think that's a very important, amazing aspect of life that something you thought might have been embarrassing isn't so embarrassing the older you get. But in retrospect, I look back over my life and see that there are some things that I'm a little embarrassed I'm good at. And not embarrassed to the fact that I won't talk about it or shy away from it or find it upsetting that I'm good at something. And I think that's what's most important. Embarrassing to me doesn't necessarily have to mean I can't tell anyone about this or it's so shameful that I'm good at something. Maybe it's more embarrassing to myself. And I think that's where this really comes into play. Because for me, I'm really good at fighting video games. Put me in front of Street Fighter. Put me in front of any kind of 2D fighting system or uh, mostly 2D, but I'm okay with the 3D Virtual Fighters, Tekken, Mortal Kombat. But I'm really good at the speed-based fighting games. Um, And I just... I gravitated to that when I was young, and now that I'm older, I, I've i honed my craft. Now, I don't think I'm anywhere near a level of competing or anything like, like that, but amongst friends, when me and my wife play, yeah, 
I get pretty cocky about it. But the reason I'm embarrassed that I'm good at this is I wasted a lot of time playing these games when I could have been focusing on my art, when I could have been focusing on my craft. Um, I played video games all the way through college, but it wasn't until that I found film and really fell in love with filmmaking aspects that I stopped playing video games most of the time. And that, I think, I should have done at an earlier age. I'd been playing video games since I was young, but it was the fighter games that I spent most of my time with. But if I had spent a quarter of the time on the games and 75% honing my craft, I would have been so much better at what I'm doing. And I think that screams a lot to my embarrassment. I think the other thing I'm embarrassed I'm good at is reading art. And by reading art, I mean being able to look at a photo, being able to look at a film and digest the theory of it, to digest the the screen rhetoric, to di digest the imagery and the meaning behind things. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm doing a series right now on my YouTube channel at Night Owls Media that dissects and discusses uh, screen movement and film theory and screen theory and things like that. So I break this down a lot more in that. But I'm I'm really good at the theoretical side of film. But why am I embarrassed about this is because I don't think I'm strong enough production-wise to justify the knowledge of the theory. So I could sit down and take a film and dissect it and tell you exactly what each shot means, what each moment means, what the editing means that is not discussed dialogue-wise in the film. It's not discussed plot-wise, but I can shave it down and actually show you what they're telling you story-wise just through the visual and constructual film production aspects. Now, can I shoot those? Uh, sometimes. Most of the time, I kind of struggle trying to get my vision in my brain out into the camera onto the screen. And to me, that's embarrassing because I've spent so much time honing and perfecting the theory side that I think I've neglected the production side of my filmmaking. And to me, that's stressful and that's embarrassing. So I'm pushing myself more and more on the production aspects and while the theory is always on the tip of my tongue and always in the back of my head, I'm trying to strive on the production aspects more than the theory. So we'll see how that goes. So that's what embarrasses me. But I'm interested in hearing everyone else's story. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I am super excited to hear what everyone else is embarrassed that they're good at. Stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by Night Owls Media. Once upon a time, you met your favorite person and decided to get married. Or you found your passion and started your own business. Or you created something that needed to be shared with the world. Or for some other reason, you found yourself needing a video. Enter Night Owls Media. 
We are Chicago-based filmmakers who love to travel and honestly believe there is no project too big or too small. Everyone's story deserves to be told, and it's our passion to help tell yours. Night Owls Media stays up late to get the job done right, and we can't wait to meet you and be a part of your story. Contact us today at nightowlsmedia.com and check out all our services that we can provide for you. If you can dream it, we can create it. NightOwlsMedia.com What is something that you're embarrassed that you're good at? Hmm. <laughs> well, I don't know if it counts anymore. I used to know all the backstories of all the characters in Java's Palace, but it's not really canon anymore. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> but uh no i i'm embarrassed of the fact that i know a lot of random trivia things but i don't know how to do long division <laughs> i can't i suck at math i know a lot of things and i could put x and y together and you know I could, I would love to sit with a true academic and sit down and listen to them talk and ask them questions and stuff like that. And, you know, to continue learning and stuff like that. But as far as math, I suck so bad at math. I just have the worst memory and forgetting rules. Yeah, it's just awful. But I could tell you who, I could tell you the name of, I don't know, the lady from Mama's family. <laughs> Who's the lady from Mama's family? Uh, Vicky Lawrence. <laughs> touche, sir. Touche. <laughs> Hello, my name's Dan from Cambridge, UK. Uh, nothing. I don't think I've ever really thought about it like that. That you could be embarrassed for being good at something. You're good at something, you're good at something, you know. My name is Brandon. I am from Elgin, Illinois. Embarrassed that I'm good at. Oh, I can't. What's one thing I'm embarrassed that I'm good at? Are you asking me? Oh, my wife just walked by. Oh, okay. Like, was, that sound- I, I can't think. I can't think of anything. I'm not really embarrassed about, you know. I'm really good at playing D and D. I think I am at least. Um, I haven't won it like I have art, but um, I don't think there's anything embarrassing about that. That's just awesome. <laughs> uh, no, I can't think of anything I'm embarrassed that I'm good at. I won Dungeons and Dragons, and it was advanced. Hi, my name is Chris. I'm from Elgin, Illinois. <laughs> wow. I I don't know if I'm really good at anything that's embarrassing. Um, I, I, I really don't have an answer for it. I don't know. Um, I'm not like, you know, I think I'm a good shower singer and it's really horrible. So and I've been busted a few times doing that. So, um, you know, I, I but... I, I'm, I'm, I'm not good at it. I don't think, you know, I, I don't think I have any 
skill like that that's embarrassing. I think there's things that I do that are cool, that I think are cool that aren't, but I'm not embarrassed by it. So if you don't like it, okay, that's, you know, move on. That's it. My name is Stella and I'm from Chicago. Um, organizing files <laughs> and <laughs> notebooks and and um, I really have this way of organizing spreadsheets that's really great. Um, I geek out over it. I was the kid that loved back to school shopping, going to Office Depot, Office Max, Target, whatever. Um, I just geek out over all of that. It's really embarrassing and it's not exciting at all. Um, but I'm really fucking good at <laughs> keeping things organized. Um, yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. My name is Rob and I am from the Midwest in America. I, we're back at that same thing. What am I embarrassed by? I, I'm really not, man. Uh, I, I mean, like, I'm a good dancer, but I, I'm not embarrassed by that. I mean, when we, when I take to the father-daughter dance, I bust it out. Now, am I a dancer like a stage dancer? No. But I, I have rhythm and everything, and I have a lot of fun with it. I dance like nobody's watching every time. So I'm not embarrassed by it at all. That's the only thing I can think of. My name is Mark Allen Fishman. I am from Homewood, Illinois. Something I'm embarrassed I'm good at. Um, <laughs> I'll take the cheap-ass answer out here. There is nothing I am good at that I am not absolutely full pig-headed proud of. Like, if I got a hidden talent somewhere, I am the first person to shove it out in front of other people and be like, look the, what I can do. <laughs> because it all masks the fat. Keep that in mind. Every talent is just another way to get a dude laid. My name is Michael, and I'm in the Naperville area. picking apart motherfuckers and okay maybe i should uh, rephrase the question something i'm really embarrassed about is picking apart motherfuckers because when i see dumb people i roll my eyes and i don't want to fucking talk to them and i get to that point where like look i've spent all my life becoming the smartest guy in the room not because i want to be mr brainiac but because i know that in this societal thing that we call life that the smarter you are the better you're more equipped with problems and people mm. who feel like they are smarter always tend a way to fudge their way in. People who are smart don't have to do that. People can just listen and be in a conversation. But when you are dumb enough to feel like you're smart, that's when I'm like, fuck that bitch and get the fuck out. You know, that's just how it is. I don't know what the question was, but I just got on that <laughs> tangent. Was it anything near that? I'm sorry. <laughs> My name is Brett, and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. 
I'm not embarrassed by much. It's maybe a personality flaw <laughs> to a certain degree. And I'm certainly not embarrassed of anything that I'm good at. I think people often think I'm supposed to be embarrassed by things that I do that maybe aren't masculine. I paint my toes, uh, my toenails on my big toes only. Started doing it because my dad saw that I had paint on one of my toes, which I'd gotten because I was at a party and a girl just was painting people's toes because she was painting some guy who'd passed out's fingers and then she was painting anything on anybody. So I said yes. And then my dad was all grumpy about me having paint on my toe months later because I never cleaned it off. And so I, he said, he was like, no son of mine's going to, you need to be a man. Don't put that on your toes, blah, blah, blah. Don't want to be one of those. And I'm like, okay, can't have you be in this like, closed-minded so i immediately started painting my toes and more flamboyantly and wearing them around my dad and then people kind of like liked what i did so i do it on holidays and i leave it for months right now i have valentine's hearts on there i'll probably change it you know when the night sometimes i do saint patrick's day or halloween or fourth of july christmas you know that type of thing so maybe I'm supposed to be embarrassed by that. And I've had girlfriends that have come along and been like, can you not do that? Because I'm like so embarrassed by it. And I'm like, no, could you just not tell me not to be me? And then I wear it around their friends and all their friends are like, that's cool, man. What do you got this time? Awesome. And then she's like, oh, it's cool. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm just confident about it. And I don't care. And you're the, you're the get over that. So I don't know, not super embarrassed about a lot, but maybe that's one thing I should be. My name is M. I am from Chicago, Illinois. Hmm. It's got to be writing fan fiction <laughs> because it's not something I ever thought I would do. And it's really not something that I, that I would be like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, Hey, look at this. You know what I mean? Like, but it's, but it's, I'm, yeah, but I am, I am good at it. Why don't you want anyone to see it? Um, I, once again, um, they'd have to be X-Files fans to get it. You know, like they're not going to, other people are going to read it and might think, oh, that's cute, you know, or whatever. Or, uh, But they're not going to get it on the same, on the same level. They'd have to have an interest in it. Do you only write X-Files fan fiction? Um, I have written, um, other things and I'm working on some, some different writings, some books and things, but that, um, uh, that's the only thing I've completed. You know, those are the only stories I've completed. Do you post them online in like fanfic communities? I have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you gotten a response that way? Mm -hmm. What kind of responses have you received? All positive. All positive. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Yes. So as I know I'm good at it, but it's just not something that's like uh, universally, um, you know, viewed. So it's it's a very niche thing. Mm -hmm. But can I translate it to other things? Hopefully. Hopefully that ability wouldn't just be limited to that. My name is Sarah, and I'm from a podunk town in Iowa. Um, 
Okay, so I'm going to take a spin on that. Uh, I invented the TikTok dance before it was a thing. So, you know, on TikTok, there's these girls that do these like crazy dance motion things and people try to imitate them. And it's all like crazy, wacky hand movements and all that stuff. I originated that when I was 17 years old and I called it, everyone calls me jazz hands. I am not even kidding. So it pissed me off when I started seeing these Charlie D'Amelo and other girls that are just like, look at me, I'm going to like move my hands around wildly like a crazy person and people are going to try to imitate me and I'm going to get really famous on TikTok. And I'm like, girlfriend, I've been doing that since you were a fetus. So I'm embarrassed that I'm good at things that people discovered later, maybe, because only now is it considered cool and back then it wasn't. But I don't know. I've always been this wild, like, especially with the whole techno age that was back, you know, your Moby and your other techno gods that were back in the early 2000s, late 90s. I was obsessed like crystal method and you know, all these other, mm-hmm. and I would just like, I was like, I'd always move my body to every single beat. That was my thing. And like my hands would wait, would always move around to the beat and stuff. Like I could, I would visually show you if I could, but that would be embarrassing in itself. So yeah, I invented the TikTok dance. Then I'll say it again. Cause I said TikTok. I invented the TikTok dance before it was a thing. My name is Sean, and I am from Chicago. Um, no, I don't know, because anything that I am good at, I'm just like, I really don't have any, like, resentment towards, like, I'm not embarrassed by it. So it's like, um, I embarrassed that I'm good at, um... I think this like goes back, like goes back to like guilty pleasures, right? Like it's like really don't have anything that's like too yeah. crazy. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, I, but yeah, I don't. I really, I really don't think that there's anything that that I am good at that I feel embarrassed by. I am Chris, and I am from Chicago. Sometimes I get embarrassed at how good I am at video games because I realize just the amount of hours that I've spent playing them. Realizing that at the end of the day, I did nothing but technically waste years away of my life trying to perfect a skill that wasn't going to do anything for me. What video games are you really good at? (laughs) I'm really good at that Left 4 Dead game, and I'm really good at Battlefield 5. I'm the kind of person that will just uh, engross themselves in one particular game for years and years and years and years until I have achieved perfection. I was going to say, both of those games are not old, but definitely not new. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, well, I've been playing the Battlefield franchise since Battlefield 1942, and that came out in, what, 2003, I think? Okay. Yeah. My name is Potato Johnson, and I am from Crystal Lake, Illinois. 
embarrassed that I'm good at? Uh, I don't know. Um, sorry for the long pause. Embarrassed that I'm good at. I'm not really embarrassed by being good at anything. I guess I can sew. I'm good at like cross stitch. That's a little flaky. You only ever see old ladies doing it. Why do you it. feel that way? However, What's I have seen somebody on Instagram who's doing fantastic things with cross stitch. They're making like those old lady ones you see on the loop or whatever, but it's got like horrendous sayings on it. Or like they cross stitch Tina from Bob's Burgers with one of her stupid butt sayings in it. And it's fantastic. I think I want to start doing those. So I'm not embarrassed by it at all. And I can't really think of anything that I'm actually embarrassed that I'm good at. Yeah, I think that would be the closest thing. Because if somebody saw me actually doing it in public, I'd get looks. But yeah, I, I, I can't really think of anything. My name is John. I am from the west suburbs of Chicago. That I'm embarrassed that I'm. Something I'm embarrassed that I'm good at. I don't know. I'm so full of myself, man. I mean, anything that I, anything that I'm good at. Here, you know something I'm embarrassed that I'm good at. You know what? Turns out that I have a, I'm, I'm a natural. I have an incredibly good aim with a gun. Um, and I, uh, I took a gun safety class with my my dad, right, as a way to bond with him or whatever, right? Mm. Uh, I don't have any interest in guns. Um, I'm not, you know, just not a gun guy. Uh, but I took this class with my dad and they just handed me some random gun. And then like the, the teacher was like judging our marksmanship and like teaching us how to aim. And mm -hmm. like, like I fucking boom, I blew that away with a little, this little handgun. Like I was right in the bullseye. Like, and the lady even says, she's like, Oh, you're a natural shot. I'm like, thank you. So, I mean, <laughs> I was like proud of myself, but it's kind of embarrassing cause I don't know why I'd be a good shot, but I don't need to be. I don't want to shoot anybody. So, Stories like these make us feel a little more connected to the world. Like no matter what's happening to you or if you feel alone right now, being locked up or not being able to shop normally or go out and do business, or maybe the protests are causing some anxiety or fear in your life. It's not just the protests. I really want to stress that. It's the times. It's the meaning behind the things. I hope you're okay. I really do. I hope you're listening to this feeling better about life, feeling optimistic, feeling that Changes are coming. 
And I think by knowing that other people out there are feeling the same things you are, that are thinking the same things you are, that are going through this moment in time together, that we feel more connected. And I think telling stories, sharing stories, and and reaching out to people right now is more important than ever. And I think it's time to share your story. Post it, talk about it, tell it, do something. The more we discuss, the more we are open dialoguing, the tighter and smaller and more intimate this world becomes. Do you have a story about something that you're embarrassed that you're good at? We would love to hear it. Send us a voicemail clip or an email to behindeverystory at gmail.com. And thank you so much for joining us here on Behind Every Story. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing on your favorite podcast streaming app or sharing our podcast to your friends and family or strangers, which is always my favorite. So the next time your mailman comes around or your UPS or Amazon package delivery person drops something off at your door, open the door behind a mask and behind the glass door, but say, hey, you want to hear a good story? Check this out because... That's what I do, and I don't get weird looks at all. You can always find us and uh, follow us on Facebook at Behind Every Story Podcast to stay up to date on all our newest episodes and all the behind-the-scenes stuff that happens there, too. And you can always find us on BehindEveryStory.com. Great storytellers make the world a smaller and more intimate place. And I want to say this with a true, open heart. All storytellers, thank you. Thank you for telling your story. Thank you for sharing your moments, for sharing your story, and for allowing other people to be a part of your story. Whether it be big or small, you are changing the world. And thank you to our guests this week, Brett, Bob, Brandon, Chris, Chris, Daniel, John, Lauren and Ryan, M, Mark, Marie, Michael, Potato Johnson, Rob, Sarah, Stella, Sean, and Zach. I've been your storyteller, Jason Osterkamp, and it's been a pleasure sitting around the campfire with you. Join us again next time when I get to ask everyone, what is something that offends you? We'll see you next time on Behind Every Story.